Welcome to Freestylers, the greatest podcast in the history of mankind, ran by a 15-year-old kid. Today I'm here with David. I am a clown. I am an actor, an entertainer in Nashville, Tennessee. What did you want to be when you were younger? Did you always want to be a clown or? Yeah, ever since I was four years old, I wanted to be a clown. So that's really everything I've got in my conscious memory of wanting to be an entertainer. So four years old, I already knew. What's your favorite way to start the day? Ooh, to start the day. I, um, <laughs> I'll get up. I will take a shower. Sometimes I'll do a little, um, a little something exercise-wise in the morning, but that doesn't always happen, and I should get better about that. But uh, take a shower, eat breakfast, and then get out the door. Once, mm-hmm. If I stay home, I will not do anything. So get out the door and start working on the day's work somewhere, usually at a coffee shop, but that has been thwarted by uh, the pandemic. Mm-hmm. Um, I know you're on TikTok. So what's your favorite TikTok that you've created so far? That I've created? Um, probably one of my first ones, the accountant video. It's a variation of that accountant song that was all over TikTok. Um, I thought that was really fun. And unfortunately, it hasn't gotten a lot of love, but hopefully we'll, hopefully we can change that. Yeah, I think I've seen that one. Yeah, it's a fun one. What's the weirdest question you've ever been asked? Oh, gosh. Weirdest question I've ever been asked. Um, can you show me your foot? Wait, someone said that? Someone asked me that. Uh, I think it was half joke, half real. Um, it was on the video about my clown shoes and how big my clown shoes are. Mm. But nonetheless, weird question. Um, what is a video that you've made that you didn't expect to go as well as it did? The first one, that very first one that uh, blew up. It was about clown noses. Um, and it got up to, I guess, like 300,000. And that's what really got me started with uh, people recognizing me as the clown and talking about clown things. In which ways do you try to stand out from other like creators on TikTok and Instagram and all that? Uh, well, I I'm trying to grow my Instagram, um, but on TikTok, um, I I try to keep everything positive. There's a lot. TikTok can be a very positive place, but it can also be a very negative place. So I try to keep everything positive. Um, All of the energy I put out is the same sort of energy that I would want given back to me in the real world. Um, Yeah, I guess that's that's it. That's awesome. For your clown makeup and stuff, how long do you think that usually takes? It usually takes about 30, 35-ish minutes when I'm doing it just to do it. Um, when I'm on lives doing it on TikTok live, um, doing a stream, it usually takes me a little longer cause I've got to, I've got to pay attention to the screen. I've got to answer questions. Um, I've got to make sure I do everything. Like I can't do my lips as I'm talking because the makeup would get on the top and the bottom where I don't want it to get. Yeah. So that's a little iffy and I've got to work around that. It, it's great. I love doing it on live, but. It does take a little longer when I do it on a stream. What, like, was your inspiration, or I guess, to become a clown? Like, what made you want to do it? 
Uh, probably seeing the Ringling Brothers clowns. The Ringling Brothers and Barnum and Bailey was a wonderful circus that is no longer um, around, but it was one of the biggest circuses in the United States. Uh, it was around for 140 some odd years. And, um, but the clowns on Ringling Brothers uh, were incredible. And that was my goal. My goal was to get to Ringling. Um, unfortunately, that didn't happen, but um, they still served as my jumping off point to base my look and my style off of them. I loved that circus. Yeah, yeah. It was a wonderful, wonderful uh, thing that is sadly no more. Someone asked, what kind of makeup do you use? Oh, what kind of makeup do I use? Um, it is a, it's a mix. So I use a lot of Mehron. Mehron, M-E-H-R-O-N. Um, they have a clown white light, L-I-T-E. And it's really good for a TikTok because it's not too thick. Their clown white can get a little thick uh, just for camera use. Once you get to, to like person out of the heat or in the circus or where you're going to be very active, that thicker stuff comes into play really nicely. But since I don't need to do that, I use the lighter stuff. Um, and I use a one of their cream sticks for my base, my foundation color. And... Um, I use a pro face red pro face is no longer a thing. And I still have a tub of red and that thing is, I'm going to treasure it as long as I have it. But, um, yeah, that's, that's mainly it. And then I use elf cosmetics for the black, the eyeliners, um, cause they're cheap and they're really good. And then I powder everything with baby powder. Do you know any magic tricks? Do I know any magic tricks? I'm a professional magician. Um, whenever I'm not doing the clowning stuff, I do magic here at a, a place in Nashville. That's a professional magic, uh, restaurant speakeasy type of deal. Did you have to be trained to be a clown or did you teach yourself? Um, so you don't have to be trained to be a clown. You do have to know things to be a clown. And I, I don't, um, there's something about the phrase, did you teach yourself that get pause because uh, there's a lot of things that you cannot teach yourself besides like you know trial and error there's a lot of things that you can't teach yourself so just because someone wasn't there to teach me doesn't mean I taught myself so I lot I learned a lot from books from the internet from DVDs um, but I did I did study climbing a lot in order to um, to get to where I am now. And I still have so much to learn. And so I, I, I keep studying. What is your clown name? My clown name, Pips, P-I-P-S. And um, that is because the little dots on the corner of my mouth, those are called Pips. Uh, but also one of my best friends in high school, um, her childhood nickname was Pips. And I do it in remembrance of her. Not because she's dead or anything, but because I like remembering her. Um, Bill wants to know, how do you fit into that small car? <laughs> I like to call it Clown Tetris. You figure it out. How are some like ways that COVID have like affected your career as a clown? Ooh. Well, I haven't done a clown gig in a year more than a year. So it, it really hit me hard. Um, 
I'm also a professional actor in Nashville. So all of the theater work has just been gone. Um, I get together with uh, some friends on Facebook and on the internet and uh, we'll do readings of shows um, through some apps and this and some singing apps for the musicals. Um, but really that's been all of my creative outlet because COVID did really shut us down because that's what I do. I'm an entertainer. And since no one is being entertained during COVID, you know. Man. Some like people who inspire you to keep working at like what you do and just like our inspiration to you, I guess, in general, like what an incredible, incredible man. He's an incredible magician, incredible juggler, incredible clown. Um, and you can tell how much time he has put into his craft. Um, and it is ridiculous. And that really makes me strive to practice more, to learn more, to do more, or at least refine everything. Where do you work? Like, do you work for a company or? So I've got a few uh, agents in town. They have a pool of um, talent. They've got balloon twisters, clowns, magicians, jugglers, stilt walkers, um, balloon twisters. I don't know if I said that, but uh, they, they have their pool of talent. And then people will call them, hey, can you give me a magician for two hours on this day? And they'll go, yeah, let me check. And then they'll message people. So I'm one of their balloon twisters, clowns, magicians, jugglers. Um, so whenever they need someone, they'll call me. Uh, so I've got two of those. And also uh, people will call me directly and say, hey, can you do this? No, I'm not available. Um, and that's how that works. Have you ever like performed at a birthday party or something? That's almost, uh, that's most of my work, the, the birthday parties. And uh, we get a lot of bachelorette parties here in Nashville. Uh, they love balloon twisting for those. Um, but yeah, parties, festivals, um, celebrations, all of that is what I do. What's your favorite thing to like make with balloons? Oh, gosh, the quick stuff. I love to make the quick stuff because um, at the parties, there's a lot of kids. And so I've got to get through all the kids. So like if you've got, if you've got like five minutes per kid, that's about what? 10 kids you can get in there. Maybe just, just, just over 10 kids. Um, and so if you're in one hour, and so if you've got 20 kids in one hour, you've got to get that down to less than five minutes per balloon. Um, more like two and a half ish minutes. You've got to quit. But I like making the fast stuff because then I get to focus on the bigger stuff for the birthday boy or, um, uh, and, and I get to get every kid a balloon. If every if a kid wants like a seven minute balloon, everybody else, get, everybody, 
everybody else gets hurt from that choice. And so I try to keep it fast. I try to keep it energetic. And uh, everyone gets a balloon. They get to bonk each other on the head with balloon swords. So that's what I like doing. I like doing fast stuff. Oh, on your Instagram, I saw this, like, Coco. And all I could think of was that guitar. I'm sorry. That looks so cool, though. Thank you. It's yeah. It's a balloon guitar. I um, I made it the night before Halloween, and then that morning, I or I guess that afternoon because I had work or something that morning. But that afternoon, I went home. I put on the clown or not the clown. I put on the um, Coco, the Miguel face from Coco, yeah. and put on a red hoodie, and that was my costume. I feel like that one took a good bit, probably. Yeah, I guess that one was about. 30-ish minutes uh, with some trial and error in there. Mm-hmm. I had a few balloons pop on that one because I was using glue um, to keep some of them attached to each other. How long have you been on TikTok for? Ooh, well, let's check. Let's check the last. I guess my first video was December 1st. But when I actually started doing the clown on there was February 10th. So um, I guess two, two and a half months Yeah. from, from starting the clown to getting to 60,000 followers. 60,000 in two months? Yeah. Um, I got to 54. Five in about a month and a half, and then it took me about half a month to um, to get to sixty. That's insane. It's it, it boggles my little brain. My little pea brain has no idea how to reconcile what's going on with that. But you know, people like it, and so I'll keep doing it as long as they like it. And that was because of your first video. No, no, that was because of my. Um, my nose video, the video about the noses, um, that video was put up, um, well, I guess it'll be two months now, yeah. It was It was put up, um, what is that? February 23rd, and that's when I really started blowing up. I, I mean, before that, I had like 100 followers, 180 followers, I think. So my sister, my little sister, is like has a slight fear of clowns and she's like really scared of puppets and stuff. Um, what would you do to like try to ensure, I guess, or try to like make people feel better about that? Not interact. And I know that sounds horrible, but, uh, it, it needs to, it needs to come from them first to realize that this clown or this puppet is okay. I'll be fine around them. I'll even have fun around them. So uh, what I do at parties is I sort of, um, I pay attention to the kids that do want to interact. And the kids that don't want to interact that are maybe a little hesitant, a little scared, they'll see that they'll be standing a little ways away because they're scared, but they'll still be curious and they'll still be looking and they see all of the kids around me having fun and they'll sort of be like, oh, okay, yeah, yeah, hey. He's fine. He he'll be okay, uh, or I'll be okay around him. And so sometimes they'll sort of meander over and join in the fun. And I've had that happen many times, um, where I see several scared kids, and then at the end they're all 
around me were playing with parachutes and were playing games and um, it's really fun. But I would let them make that decision for themselves. Sometimes a parent or something will like push the kids over there to see them, even if they're not sure. Um, what do you try to do? Like if you had to have to like talk to them and stuff, what do you? I'll put on my stern voice. No, no, I get it. I'll put on my stern voice. And I know it's kind of weird thinking of a clown having a stern voice because I'm very energetic. I'm very interactive with the kids. But um, first of first of all, I'll talk to them and be like, hey, no, you can see she's a little unsure. Um, the, the, the popcorn is right over there. The... Um, right next to the balloon twister. Let's get her some popcorn. Let's her, let's get her, uh, let's give her a chance to breathe. We don't want to traumatize them. Mm-hmm. And so that sort of gets it into the parent's mind. Oh, okay. This guy knows what he's doing. Well, but sometimes there are parents that still don't want to listen to that first one. And that's at that point, I take the parent aside and I'll talk to them in my own stern voice and tell them that I won't stand for this because that's how you traumatize children. That is not okay. Thank you for having me, man. Thanks for coming. Yes. Okay. See you next time. Bye.